Hi, this is Esther, and in the spirit of the holidays for December, we decided to take a look at the world through the eyes of a child. Don't worry, they'll get them back when we're finished. We hope that you enjoy listening to these stories with childlike wonderment. Keep listening to find out what the hell happened. Welcome to What the Hell Happened. I am here today with my very special guest host, Maeve. Hello. How are you, Maeve? Good. How are you? Good. So I heard you just got your temps. I did. I almost ran my nearest mailbox over. So <laughs> while backing out. Yes. But we made it. That's everybody survived. That's good. <laughs> I'm here today. I'm I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. And you've had a lot of stuff going on, huh? Oh, yeah. Yep. Braces and braces and cars and driving. All and that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you survived it all. Surviving the braces is hard. Oh, I mean, at least I'll have straight teeth eventually. That's right. So. Yeah. I had braces for most of my young adult life, and I still don't have straight teeth, so good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out for me so well, but I'm sure yours will be beautiful. So today we're going to be talking about aliens all right which is your favorite topic i know so i picked you a good alien story and i know that you have an interesting story that you're going to tell us when we're done with this story i do have a story okay ufo story right yes okay all right well i'm excited to hear it so would you like to hear a story absolutely all right so today's story is the alien abduction of Antonio Villas Boas. Um, this story begins with a man named, we're just going to call Tony. At the time of this account, Tony was 23 and lives in Brazil with his family on their farm. This is a picture of Tony yes. we have up here. You think he's handsome? Um, I mean, if I could go <laughs> at it with some tweezers in between his eyebrows, sure. <laughs> You need a little, little shave. Yeah, that he's got a little stash going on he's there. He's got some caterpillar yes, situation right. going on about. I the mean, I do too. When I don't, when I don't bust out the tweezers. So I don't know when this picture was taken. He was twenty three. He does look young in this picture, but this story takes place in the fifties. So mm-hmm. he's pretty dapper. Yeah, he's got the suit. They were hardworking, as most farmers are, and in order to get the plowing done, they would often have to work evenings and occasionally into the night. I don't know who's farming at night, but... Not me. That sounds awful. Well, into I don't know much about Brazil, but I'm assuming they don't have, like, they necessarily didn't have, like, a lot of outdoor lighting, so imagine trying to do farm work at night. Well, they have big tractors that have headlights and stuff. Yeah. October 5th, 1955. Tony and his family had finished their dinner and entertaining guests. They set off to bed late that evening around 11 p.m. Tony and his brother got into bed and had the window open because of the heat. He had just only laid down when he saw what he described as a blinding light. He looked out the window and in the courtyard he saw only light illuminating the trees and the ground, the source of which he could not see. So he did say he described this light as a blinding light. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that almost every, like, alien account I ever hear, they always describe the lights as blinding. Yeah. Which 
it's suspicious to me i mean i guess i see what you mean where maybe they could just be saying what everyone always says but i mean like it just seems very stereotypical you know when you first wake up at night and maybe you get up to go pee or you get a water and like you turn the light and you're like ah it's so bright like you know imagine waking up seeing a very bright light but then you also just woke up and in your pitch black room that's probably gonna seem that's a good point yeah yeah yeah. they were in a dark room it was dark outside so it probably would be blinding yeah good call that's why you're here (laughs) so the light seemed to be coming from somewhere above the courtyard it seemed to be similar to searchlights pointed at the ground is it like a bunch of spotlights or is it one big light? Or? Well, the way he described it is searchlights. Okay. But they were pointed at the ground and they were lighting up the ground and the trees. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't see what it was coming from because they were so bright. So almost like a big searchlight from like a helicopter or someone's like missing or something. Yeah, but okay. there was no sound and he couldn't see what it was coming from. Mm-hmm. Tony woke up his brother and showed him the lights but didn't seem to care much and told Tony to go back to bed. <laughs> that's some good brother <laughs> i'd be like no really wake up now is the brother important in the story eh. all right never mind i was gonna ask what a his name bit. is but now nah, you don't need to know okay you don't important. need to know his name nope only right. we're only worried about tony, tony. and aliens of course <laughs> yes. um so his brother went back to bed he's like i don't care tony however for obvious reasons could not go back to sleep and realized that the light from outside was getting closer and closer to the window He again woke his brother and through the crack in the curtain, watched as the light went over the roof of the house and disappeared. Do you know if he's older or younger? His brother? Yeah, than his brother. I don't know. It didn't say. I was going to say, if they were younger when the story happened, that's kind of crappy to be like, hey, look, there's this weird bright light outside. And then you're like, go to bed. Go to bed. Go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, if his brother was older, he may have just dismissed his Tony as a younger brother saying, I don't know, shut Maybe up Maybe try to, to mess with him. Yeah. yeah, or like, I don't really care, I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. It does seem like Tony was more excited about this thing than his brother was, but I um, couldn't imagine seeing something like that out on a farm in the middle of the pitch black at like midnight or whatever it was and being like, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> oh, I would, I would be running out. So I would be trying to see what it is. Oh, I know but, you would. Yeah. And if oh. I were with you, I would send you out oh, there yes. to check it out. And you know my mom. My mom wants to go with the aliens. My mom ever says, she's like, if aliens ever show up, she's like, I'm sorry, but I'm leaving you and your brothers and I'm going with them. You have each other. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, I would not do that. I would be like, please leave me here. No, because they're going to be like, all right, you can come with us, but you have to let us inspect your arm. We're going to chop it off and dissect it. That's I, I would totally be down for meeting an alien, but that's the part I'm not fond of i don't I want any medical things no. happening to me and i want to be aware yes of what's happening no one wants that except for your mom <laughs> <laughs> small price to pay in her mind i guess she's like get me off this planet <laughs> october 14th nine days later so nine days after that original incident at around 9 30 p.m tony and his brother were working in the field when in the distance they saw a round red object that, as Tony describes, looked like a car tire. Oh, that's in size or in shape? Uh, Shape. Shape, yeah. Okay. I think it was much larger than a car tire, Mm -hmm. but it was, and from a distance it may have looked smaller. Yeah. You know? It was shining a bright light as it lit up a very large area. So it was like hovering over the field, shining a searchlight. They were going to get kidnapped. It's possible. By the aliens. 
are you seeing into the future of this story no. did you have you i don't i think this movie came out in the 90s do you remember the movie aliens and i think it's aliens in the attic or maybe aliens in my attic or something it came out in like the 90s or the early 2000s and it was about like these aliens that lived in this kid's attic and his they would come out and like pester the kids and like eat all their food and that movie scared me and i would still make myself I, watch it i don't remember that but knowing your father and his weird movie collection yes. it doesn't surprise Al- me that i don't also know that along with mac and me oh yeah that and et e. i would i was horrified but i would force myself to watch of it e. yes oh i love et he is weird looking even more i don't know why but i think mac and me scared me more just because he was more like wrinkly and like weird looking <laughs> than et Do, have you seen I'm, mac and me yes so you're cool with the aliens as long as they're not super wrinkly. I mean, like, but Mac and me was just so, he was just like a weird, like, saggy alien. He was right. so, like. So you're not into saggy No, aliens. I'm not into Mac and me. I'm not into saggy aliens. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we got that cleared <laughs> up. I, I will keep that in mind. If you, if I ever see you being abducted by saggy aliens, I'm going to be like, no, no, no. You can't take her. She does not agree with us. She's not okay with it. Do you have any less saggy. saggy alien friends that could come pick her up? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So uh, they see this object in the field, and it's shining a bright light, and it's lighting up a very large area. Tony urges his brother to go out and get a closer look, but his brother refused because his brother is not stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because I would do the same thing. He decided he would have to go investigate it himself and to approach the object. As he did, the craft rolled with insane speed to the other end of the field where it came to a dead stop. It rolled away from them or towards them? It was out in the middle of a field, and as Tony ran toward it on one end of the field, Mm -hmm. it rolled to the other end of the field but came to a dead stop. Hmm. So what I think is interesting about this description is that it doesn't seem to be hovering or flying. He says it rolled was his description. And -hmm. then he described it as a tire as well. So all I can picture is this tire-shaped thing like rolling through a field. So it wasn't like hovering above the field then? I I'm imagining <laughs> I this is the what I'm picturing in my mind. It's yeah. like a tire-shaped odd object and then maybe it's like on its side and then it kind of flips over how a tire would normally look does it make sense and right. like rolling but that that's what that i doesn't seem that's correct. what i'm picturing yeah but, but that is what he described and i just looked back in my notes and it does not say anywhere that it was hovering. Well also so. when you see something like that and it stuff like that happens so quick and you don't even know when you don't even know what something is and you're trying to explain it it's sometimes even hard to remember if you understand that something that's going on you can process it and be like that's normal but if it's something you can't understand how are you even just be like I just don't think I'd even be able to begin to explain. Right. You know, like. Right. When you when you have no idea what you're looking at, it would yeah. be A, hard to process. And then, you know, even if you have a good memory, you're going to be so confused. Oh, yeah. And probably scared. And, and scared. And, yeah. And you're so much so fast. You just right. don't even. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I think that he was incredibly brave to run after this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been doing that. I'm with his brother. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm not doing it. I'm not going out there. He runs out to the craft and it rolls across the field somehow. We're not sure. (laughs) And comes to a dead stop. So 
Tony tried running after the thing again, but as he got close, it did the same thing and rolled back across the field and came to a dead stop. So it's just playing tag with him then. Yes. And come get me. Yeah, it seemed as though it was playing a game with him, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Mm, Cheeky aliens. (laughs) Uh, Cheeky, saggy aliens. (laughs) (laughs) They got saggy cheeks. (laughs) Uh, So Tony claims that he attempted to do this at least 20 times. He tried to approach the object, but was unsuccessful and made his way back to his brother, who I guess was just chilling by the tractor Mm -hmm. watching this all go down, which is a very me move. I would be like, you go you go do you, and I will just watch. And if you get abducted, I will call the police. As the men stood watching the object, it just sat motionless for a few solid minutes. It occasionally shot out a ray of light in all different directions. Strange. Yeah. Within the blink of an eye, the light and the craft were gone. Just oh. disappeared. The light and the and the tire were gone. <laughs> the space tire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And at this point, do you know if Tony and his brother had, like, informs their parents or... No, I... The account that... The couple accounts that I read were accounts where he had actually given people kind of interviews and laid this out for him. And I Mm -hmm. don't know that it was important to the story, but I'm not sure if I would share that with my parents. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's 23. He probably didn't want him to think he was nuts or something. Yeah. I mean, it just depends. I mean, I know some people, some people's parents, I mean, my mom would believe, uh, my mom would be excited. She'd be like, (laughs) where? Take me. Show me. But I mean, during this time, I don't think I would have told my parents either. No. I I don't know that I would have, especially as a 23-year-old man. Like, you think to yourself, okay, either I'm losing it or... I don't want to tell people because yeah. they think I'm nuts. So, but he did not really specifically say whether or not he, you know, told mm-hmm. his other family members. But his brother also saw it. Yeah. So maybe they were just able to talk to each other and that was enough. Yeah. You know, um, or maybe his brother, because by all accounts, his brother doesn't seem like he's super into this thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> maybe he-, he was just like, I don't want to talk about it with you. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Whatever. Yeah. Even though I watched you run around a field for an hour. That- like. <laughs> the strange thing I, I've noticed, too, is when people don't understand necessarily what they just saw. It doesn't even have to be, like, paranormal or a UFO thing. Just in general, when people don't like what they're seeing or don't understand it they like to pretend like it's not happening right you know like oh well no just exactly it's just you know people just like to brush it off like nothing happened i find that very strange it's easier to dismiss it yeah than to accept that it may have actually happened yes especially if you're someone like mr lockwood who likes to use science right (laughs) there's science can explain it all yes science can explain a rolling tire yes rolling through the field yes i much prefer give you an alien story than him because (laughs) it will i mean obviously we we look at these fairly skeptically but sometimes there are things i i can't come up with an explanation for some things you just have to like expend upon what you might believe in like you have to you have to bend reality a little bit yeah. to be able to explain well, these you things. Well, you have to have, I would say you'd have to have a pretty open mind, which yeah. Mr. Lockwood does. He does. But but it's then also, he's just kind of like, eh, or they, they could just be crazy. They could just be it's, mental. <laughs> it's <laughs> open, but it's it's highly, highly skeptical. Yes. Um, which I like because he, he levels me out sometimes because I'm 
much like your mother. And I'm like, yeah, that's go- that's happening for real. <laughs> and he has to be like, whoa, there. <laughs> Calm down. That's not happening. <laughs> All right. So back to Tony. October 15th. This was the next night. Mm-hmm. Tony was out in the field again plowing as they had done the night before. It was a chilly October evening. We were like, why are they? Why are they farming every day? Like, they're farmers. that seems excessive. <laughs> they're farmers. I know, but like every day into the night, like what? What are? Why do they need to plow every day? Well, you have to get the fields plowed in time to plant the. Are you stuff secretly on time. a farmer? Why do you know this? Um, because it's just what farming is. We live in Ohio. I, How do you not know this? Because I live in the city. <laughs> Does it look like I live around cornfields? I uh, yeah. You're well, actually my, my. your entire area is surrounded by cornfields. Well, I don't know. You're just not out playing in it. No, I'm not out playing. I mean, this isn't Children of the Corn. No. <laughs> well, if you were in there, it would be. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you and your friends to be out in the corn playing. <laughs> Being creepy. I should do that for <laughs> Halloween next year. We children of the corn just pop out and stare at people. Yeah, oh, that would be great. Dress all creepy and just have blank, <laughs> blank expressions. And yeah, I like that. That'd be. I would not like that. I would drive my car right. away as fast. We've as been possible. on the Tony and chasing the tire shaped yes. object for like ten minutes. Well, yeah. Well, these are all different nights. Oh, okay. So this just keeps happening to him over. Mm-hmm. So this is the third night we're going to talk about. Tony was out in the field plowing. As they had the night before. It was a chilly October evening with a clear sky and nothing obstructing the view of the stars. At one in the morning, Tony says he noticed a bright red star. The star seemed to be getting closer. Wait, what time was this again? One in the morning. One in the morning. Yes, they are farming at one in the morning. Oh my. This is too much for not, you. Not the life for me. I love that you're like aliens, cool farming in the middle of the night. That's, not a thing. See, that's that's that that should be illegal. It's unbe- that's stressful. It's unbelievable, isn't you're, it? See, now I don't know if I believe this guy's story. If he's <laughs> willingly farming at one in the morning, I don't know if I can trust what he says now. What what maniac does that? <laughs> I I kind of agree. So at one in the morning, Tony says that he noticed a bright red star. The star seemed to be getting closer at a rapid pace, and in a matter of seconds, it seemed to morph into an egg-shaped object, and having no time to process what was happening, he stopped the tractor. The object stopped dead in the sky, hovered above Tony's head. The entire field was lit up so bright, it seemed like it was noon on a sunny day. So, Oh, wow. The only thing about that is I'm imagining like a very bright fluorescent light. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that could appear. But it, he was just saying it could be compared to how bright it would like how well you'd be able to day. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing though is I don't understand. You said he lives like in the country sort of, yeah, right? Okay. Never a farm. All right. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> City girl. Sorry. <laughs> but so then okay, I was going to say if there's neighbors, I feel like people would be coming outside and being like, what is that? But I guess there's likely not many no. people very close no. by in I'm vicinity. guessing it's a pretty big farm I think they yeah. were making their living I mean if they're if they're farming every day until one in the morning it, this better yes. be a sizable amount of land <laughs> I'm sure it is otherwise you would not be doing mm. this I still love that you're just hung up on this whole farm thing it's so stressful <laughs> yeah but seeing an alien is not <laughs> nope <laughs> all right so this thing is stopped dead above his head shining really bright lights so Tony, being terribly frightened, 
tried desperately to start his tractor and flee. He paused, and in that instance, the craft moved closer and stopped again. It kept repeating this action, getting closer and closer to Tony. That is really freaky. Um, It's like stalking him. Yes. Also, though, you know when you're driving your car and you get stuck behind one of those big tractors that's driving down the road with, like, the orange triangle sign? How do you know about this? (laughs) because my mother lives not in the city that's true but if if it was one of those things (laughs) and he was trying to escape on that he's not going nowhere no those things they're slow yeah they are slow so let's hope he wasn't one of the what are those called are the it 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 is one of those big tractors oh yeah i feel like i I know they have a specific name i think i know i think you know i'm talking about the car the things just a plow tractor yeah 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 if he was trying to escape from that ufo on that he's not going well he's not making it very far he was sitting still at this point but i i agree i he could probably run faster mm-hmm. than this tractor would be moving. So I don't know how, what a top speed of a tractor is. <laughs> Me it neither. can't be that fast, though. This how how about this thing creeping up on him from like up high though? It would drop down and stop. Yeah, and then drop down and stop. Maybe it was like interested in the farming equipment. I don't who maybe I don't know. Like we're interested in alien technology, so maybe it was just scoping out what he was doing with with the tractor but who knows who yeah. knows? <laughs> i feel like a tractor would be very below an alien maybe but maybe they're just like what is that you yeah know? they're like look at these primitive tools these people <laughs> are using how interesting how cute they are <laughs> so he finally decided to slowly get off the tractor as his feet hit the ground he says he could finally see the object and that it was quote a circular machine with small red holes It looked like an elongated egg with three spikes sticking out of the front. At the top, there was something that also glowed red and was spinning very fast. The color changed as the number of revolutions decreased. So the top portion Mm -hmm. of this was spinning. And as it slowed down, the color changed. Oh. And I have a picture for you. Ooh. Wait. That he took? No, he didn't oh, take a picture. Oh, I was like, wait, what? I have a picture to show you. Oh, because draw. Okay, as I say, my mind is having a hard time with the spikes and the color changing. So this. Oh, that looks like your average. Like I saw the UFO drawing. Right, except it looks like it has a nose and a tail. <laughs> yes, it kind of looks like a turtle. Oh, it does. Look it does like look a like a turtle. So, do you want to try to describe for everybody what this looks like? Okay, and we'll post a picture up on Facebook. All right. So, there's what appears to be there's yeah. there's a like a dome around like half dome below that. It it literally like imagine like it looks like a turtle it, head. It does. With legs. It does look like a tur- it looks like a turtle head, <laughs> a do- a dome on top of it it just looks like a turtle it does look it looks hold on let me let me look at this for a second and it also it also does have legs but they're too long for a turtle they're also it looks like there's a ladder yes there is a ladder okay so this is a really bad description (laughs) there's like you're doing literally like a little looks like a little turtle head and then if you go to the other side there it looks like really like a tail and a fin yeah like it's very strange yes like a sea turtle like it looks like a sea turtle and then there's a very long thin legs coming from it there's one in the back and two in the front it's a three-legged turtle and then (laughs) there's like little half moon shaped feet well like half of a circle yeah and then there's a a ladder it appears to be a ladder and then there's also another like little rectangle shape on the dome but i don't know what that is and then from the top it does not look like a turtle it looks like no 
I don't even don't even make me try to describe that. that. Looks like another sea creature that I like to call a stingray. Kinda, <laughs> but yeah, if it's if, got a stinger right here. If you're if you're listening to this, you have to see this photo because I know I probably sound crazy, but I promise you, it looks like a sea turtle she, with really long legs. She always sounds crazy, just so you know. <laughs> no, she did a good job. Yeah, no, it's it looks very much like a turtle. Well, oh, a also sea turtle with legs, with some with some holes, some yeah. random holes. Oh, those are the lights. Yeah, I think those are the lights. Okay. All right. Well, so yes, that's what it looks like. At this point, um, the object was feet away from Tony, and the red light was blinding him. The long pipe-like objects came out from underneath the ship and landed neatly on the ground. The top portion of the ship continued to spin as it was sitting on the ground. So I'm imagining at this point that it had been hovering, and then like those long stick-like legs came out. Right onto the ground me too okay i agree i think that's because he is described as like a tire <laughs> I know. being red it following I, like there's so many different descriptions i'm just having a hard time i don't see a tire in this uh picture, no but also drawing. if it's pitch black you've been up for a while doing farm work Plowing. it's cold <laughs> you're probably hungry you want to go to sleep yeah it's hard to describe exactly what you saw but i would definitely not not a tire not a tire no no it's, it's half a dome even circle. even when the i feel like it especially looks like a turtle whenever those legs would have been up it right. literally just looks like a floating turtle yeah maybe they're turtle aliens maybe it's like teenage mutant ninja turtles i that would teenage be awesome mutant ninja i like how you you went to like retro turtle aliens oh yeah of course <laughs> I, love it. I think michelangelo is just gonna pop out of there and just <laughs> i don't know and be like, get in the ship. <laughs> We're here to take you. <laughs> I would go with a Ninja Turtle. You I would, would not. Which one? Any of them, but I wouldn't go with an alien. You wouldn't go with an alien? No. You'd go with a, a, a turtle alien. I mean, how big is this alien? Is it bigger know. than me or is it smaller I feel than like, me? I feel like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are pretty big, so that size. And I'm not, I'm not talking like tortoises no like teenage mutant ninja like turtles. in the real life action movie yes how tall they are yeah, yeah. uh yeah 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 especially if they you know had a bunch of weapons strapped to them I that sounds like a, a real fun time i've a, i i had a, a friend in kindergarten who had who thought michelangelo was cute and i'm like i was like wait like the actual like turtle. the turtle and i was like what <laughs> what like i was like oh okay but like thinking about it now that's really weird yeah. like a finding strange. a turtle attractive <laughs> Hey, I'm not here to judge. (laughs) Oh, my. So Tony, at this point, he made a split decision to hop back on the tractor. Oh, geez. He's been on the tractor, off the tractor, on the tractor, off the tractor. Scared and confused. Yes. that's. I probably would be doing that, too. So he hops back on the tractor. He pushed on the gas as hard as he could because the tractor was still running at this point. Pushed on the gas and he attempted to flee on the tractor. But suddenly the engine stopped and the lights on the tractor went out. Tony was now in full-blown panic and he jumped off the tractor and started running on foot. Which is what I would have done to begin with. Yeah. I would have already been to that house. Do you know how far from the house he is at this point? Uh, no, I'm mm. not sure. He doesn't really say, but I do have another illustration here. See, the, oh, so oh, that is, see, I still don't see the tire. So that's how big it was supposed to be. After only a few steps of running, he felt something grab his arm. <gasps> 
he turned and landed a blow on his assailant. So oh, turned- I would have too. I mean, like, yeah. you, you get your little slimy slime ball <laughs> alien fingers off me. Don't be touching me. <laughs> Saggy aliens. <laughs> um, so the hit made the creature lose its balance and it fell on the ground. As Tony spun to run again, he was met with three more creatures who grabbed his arm and leg and began to carry him towards the ship sacrifice sacrifice (laughs) they look like you know those like yellow radioactive suits people wear yeah that's what they it looks like that men in green radioactive suits yes so i'm going to read you what he describes these creatures as and then we'll talk a little bit because i had very similar thoughts to you that these are very alien looking no they they just look like men humans in suits they do yeah they look like the government they do (laughs) Um, so he, he describes these creatures as wearing tight silver suits. This is not adding up. I want to talk to whoever drew this drawing because you said that the aliens were just being silver suits. And I think they're like, man, let's make these aliens sexy. Let's, let's try to make the aliens look sexy because this does not look like aliens. Like, um, yeah, the, the way the one in the front is walking is very seductive. Yes, it is. (laughs) I agree. I agree. That is weird. Um, so They had silver suits, he said, but they also had a large belt and a red glowing button in the front of it, um, which this picture also does not I told you. They were like, let's make the alien sexy. Yeah. (laughs) That belt ain't sexy. We're not putting that in there. (laughs) That's a fanny pack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They need When you describe that, I was thinking of like aliens wearing fanny packs. That's what I'm imagining. (laughs) Sexy aliens (laughs) with fanny fanny packs. packs. That look like humans. Yeah super weird so he also said that they had large helmets with cutouts for eyes and that they had a reflective material in the eye cutouts Mm -hmm. they had gloves that they wore and the gloves had five fingers so Mm -hmm. they were like human hands then there were pipes coming out from the belt on the back and then up to the back of the helmet oh strange it really just sounds like some sort of suit you would wear if you were going into an area yeah where it and was I radioactive a better so this is okay this is why man that's really that's really sh- have you ever seen the movie monsters inc yes you know though you know whenever there's like a breakout where one of like the kids gets out in one of the yes. doors and they come in with the yeah. suits and they're like we have to clean this is what it looks like, like. a hazmat suit. yeah like a hazmat suit yes you you say hazmat suit and i can see that but what this looks like to me is some kind of old school diving suit yes minus the big bulky like brown helmet yeah you're thinking like the real yes like, yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. like jules verne yes <laughs> situation yeah yeah, it, it looks like a cross between hazmat and diving gear to me. Um, this looks like something that mm. you could would be so easy to just make up. I like the... It's easier than making up a creature, yes. right? Also, yeah, very... Also, I like how they have to include that the silvery suit is tight-fitting because, you know, the aliens want to show you how juicy their butt is. They're like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to sedu- seductively walk towards mm-hmm. you with our big booties. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, so the picture we're looking at, there's different descriptions, like a more description, like a, a better description of what the suits look like than the drawing because it seems like they bedazzled the drawing a little bit. Right. They made it how they wanted to look like yeah but um and again this may be tony's drawing i was thinking that maybe the suits were for 
obviously aliens that we know of, I mean, there's different stories, but that we know of these aliens aren't from our planet, that I was thinking maybe they couldn't breathe or something. But, I mean, if there's a small opening covered with mesh, then obviously air's coming yeah so they're not sensitive to like oxygen or no this seems like a type of story i'd hear from like one of my siblings of oh i saw something under my bed (laughs) and they would come up to me and this is this is the description i'd get this is not i'm not i don't know if i'm believing this story so this sounds like something you could just make up i'm suspect on the outfits like you said there's like if if he did in fact draw this picture this guy's got buns he does got Fun. buns. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's too... It, it just looks like a person. Yeah. It doesn't, I, it's not very alien-like at all. I agree. I think it's too human And also, the, how advanced he was explaining the spacecraft to be versus how advanced this suit is going well, to be. Well, he kind of... I'm it underwhelmed. Was, yes. And it was kind of advanced, but also looked like a tire. So. Yeah. Like, it was a turtle, then a tire. Pick and, a lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a lane and go with it, sir. If you're going to lie, at least keep the same story. Right. Is that why you're such a good liar? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Lies. <laughs> you're lying right now. I can see it. So Tony kicked and fought, but was unable to escape. He screamed for help, hoping someone would hear him. But his screams only seemed to puzzle the creatures because each time he would let out a yell, they would stop and stare at him. Then Go they're ahead. probably like, what are you crying about, man? Shut up. They are trying to steal his lunch money. <laughs> yeah. Saggy, sexy, seductive aliens trying to steal his lunch money. That's yeah. all I see. I- well, not in this picture. They're not very. They just look like people. I'm going to let you go with that. Yep. (laughs) Okay. That's where we are. They finally achieved getting him onto the ship, but Tony fought all the way up the ladder and he was like grabbing onto anything he could to not go in, Mm -hmm. into the ship. Grabbing onto his cornfields that he's been plowing all night. Breaking those corn stalks off. I don't think the the field, it doesn't seem like it had corn in it yet. I think Mm -hmm. he was plowing it to get it ready Mm -hmm. for corn. So there's probably not much to grab onto then, honestly. Well, he was grabbing onto the ladder or anything on the ship to Mm -hmm. not go inside the ship. You know, like in cartoons where they spread out and Mm -hmm. stick to the door frame so they don't want to go in. What I thought was really weird about the whole idea of these aliens this alien's lunch money scuffle mm-hmm. and a lot of other alien stories. I don't want to say normal alien stories because what's normal about an alien story, but is that most times whoever's being abducted is like paralyzed. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing yeah. too, where like stories I have read, people almost explain being in like a, a st- you know, when you get put to sleep, yeah. Kind of thing where they almost, yeah, like they almost get put to sleep or right. everything's very foggy. They're like, like in a catatonic state. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And and kind of almost like a hypnotized state because mm-hmm. a lot of times the aliens just hover you into the ship or you, you know, yeah. you, you walk because they tell you to. Yeah. Any In any like alien movie I've seen, like the scene when people are getting abducted, everything gets really blurry and you can just see them like standing on top of you and slowly fading away. And then right. they like wake up back in their bed and then they're right. like, did that actually happen? happen and then they're like wait that actually did happen (laughs) oh my god i'm in so much trouble um yeah i i thought it was strange that he actually had a down in the dirt fight with these aliens um that's also did he explain if they got like aggressive with him or or well they just grabbed him he was flailing and he said that they just kept a tight hold on him and Mm -hmm. drug him all the way into the was it described how tall they were at all like i mean like 
No, I didn't read anything. See, about if how this, tall they were. if this, if I would have been interviewing this guy, you can figure out if they're lying. If you just keep like asking every single little detail, yeah, and they start not being able to be like, well, I don't know. Like, yes, you do. You should yeah. definitely go into journalism. You think? Yeah, maybe. But I think you should interview, or like, maybe I could be an FBI agent because oh, I can go. interrogate people. Then you can wear a weird spacesuit. I can. So anyway, I just thought that was kind of weird that he had a fight with aliens and didn't get knocked out or didn't get hypnotized or whatever. Like, it's strange. After what seemed like forever, they were able to shove Tony into uh, the first small room in the ship. He noticed that the light in the room was coming from a four-sided square light bulb. So what I have to say about this really quickly is that you would think that... If you were some kind of advanced species, the upgrade to your light bulbs would be something like you don't need a light bulb anymore. They just wanted to copy Thomas Edison. Who knows? Why would we just be like, oh, we have square light bulbs? Yeah. You know? what? If you were an advanced... You would think... I would think like the whole room would just be like one big... You know what I mean? Like all of the walls would be just a light or something. You know, like... I, I just highly doubt that aliens are wandering around their ship replacing light bulbs. No. I don't think that's a thing. Possibly... And I could be thinking into it too much, but possibly this could be some sort of room where they take humans into that feels more like home. So there's not all this foreign stuff around them that they don't know, make it more comfortable. Just because, like, you know, when people are being interrogated, how there's a room that they make more comfortable. Because if people are more comfortable, they're more likely to open up about things. Sure. It could kind of, I know I could be thinking about it, but they are smart. Alien, most aliens are supposed to be smart. They could possibly just have this room and have things that are like human like. Or the best that they can make it so people aren't like, oh, why is there a floating light bulb just floating around? Or like, I, I see where you're going. Let me just say that I think if that were the case, they probably would not have beat him up and drug him into the ship because that's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> right? But maybe they were beating him up to get the lunch money to pay for the light bulb. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. We'll go there too. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so funny. We broke a light bulb on the way here, and you're gonna pay for it. (laughs) See that guy? No, he's got money. As the door shut and sealed, one of the creatures beckoned Tony to follow him. He did so because he really had no other choice. He was like, oh crap, they're gonna take the rest of my lunch money if I don't go with them. What else are they gonna take for me? So they go into another room. It's bigger than the last room, and it has a large column in the center. There were creatures in swiveling chairs making weird sounds to each other, but it was not understandable to Tony. So Hmm. whatever sounds they were making seemed to be a conversation, but he couldn't understand it. My problem with the story, too, is there's just a big lack of detail. He doesn't explain what the the hallway he walked down looked like. He didn't really explain what the aliens looks like once they did they take their suits off but i was gonna say the opposite i think there's a lot of detail that's really weird like the fact that he's like oh they're in swivel chairs or yeah or that he remembered why why does he specifically remember that the light bulb was square right but, like i would be freaking out trying to figure out how to get out or something i wouldn't be paying attention yeah oh, the light bulb square right Ooh. like i you know i just yeah i don't know that in a state of heightened panic and being terrified that I would absorb that much information because I would be trying to figure out yeah. how do I get out of this. Yeah, yeah. I th- and I I guess I should take back then the lack of detail because I feel like if that happened to me, I would probably be like, I don't know what I saw. I just... Yeah. But 
it's like in some ways there's too much detail in other ways there's not enough you know it, it just it just depends on i don't know yeah it's just strange it sounds like a story doesn't yeah it, it does sound like a story <laughs> i think so a too. campfire story that's right i think that's what we're listening to right now a campfire story well, we kind of are kind of in a studio in a studio in the basement <laughs> So Tony can't understand what they're saying, but after a minute, they stopped talking and they started undressing Tony. Oh, and then led him into yet seductive another aliens. room. Yeah, see, you were seductive alien strike. <laughs> uh, so they take him into another room and they connected a tube with a jar on the end of it to one side of Tony's chin and then to the other side. This device had extracted his blood and filled the jar. They exited the room where Tony was left alone. Now I have a picture, an illustration, this let's is, say, of what they were doing. Did they doing. extract his blood then walk away or did he leave it alone to d- extract it from him? No. So they, they, they extracted it from one side, filled half the jar. Why from they, the chin? I don't – because I feel like there's bone there. I don't feel like you could get a lot of blood from the – yeah, I feel like your like arm, the jaw. your neck, like something. Yeah, even your leg. I yeah. don't know. That's a weird place to take blood. I agree. So that is kind of an illustration of what that looks like. Maybe they're just <laughs> fe- in this picture. Hey, they could just be feeding him fruit punch. You never know. It could be some Kool-Aid. Hey. Maybe he's thirsty. I think you're optimistic <laughs> about what's happening to Tony. <laughs> hey, buddy, you thirsty? <laughs> Want some Kool-Aid? <laughs> Don't drink alien Kool-Aid. Never. Yeah. We were talking earlier about not accepting drinks from people yeah. that you don't know. Especially an alien. It's right. definitely spiked if it's from an alien. Different planet. You don't know what you're drinking. <laughs> so there was apparently furniture in the room. So he does make note of that. Uh, there was some sort of couch that he describes as, quote, quite soft, covered in a soft gray cloth. Tony says that he felt exhausted obviously but he was alone in this room yeah, was he okay he's alone they they took his blood and they left mm-hmm. he says he felt exhausted and sat on the couch when he started to smell something that made him feel sick he noticed that there were small tubes around the edge of the wall that were pumping in a dark gray smoke oh it was such an awful smell that tony actually ended up throwing up in the room after what he thought was an hour the door opened, and there was a beautiful female alien approaching Ooh, Tony. That's, that's creepy, okay? He described her as beautiful, light hair, large eyes, and very high cheekbones. So maybe my friend wasn't alone on crushing on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. Alien crushes are real. I guess. Can I see a picture of this broad? Sure. Oh. So that... Dang! You could land airplane on that forehead. Yeah. It's, a, it's an alien forehead, buddy. Dang. Yeah. Um, I, I would not describe that as beautiful. beautiful. Uh, I mean, she kind of looks like um, what's that one creature from Lord of the Rings? That's like my precious. Oh, Gollum. Yes, yeah, she yeah does. Gollum. She looks like the girl version of Gollum. <laughs> she does <laughs> a little bit. Yep. She's got kind of a she, her hair split down the middle and it's straight, but it's cut in like a bob right at her chin. Yes. Um, and she's got you know she does have a nose. It's very very skinny. Um, she doesn't very have skinny lips. Very skinny lips, but she doesn't have. She has big eyes, but they're not like typical giant like, black alien. No, eyes. they're like kind of cat-like sort yes, of. Yes, right. Yeah, they're and her face is more cat-like too. If you put mm-hmm. whiskers on that, I'd be like, that's a cat lady. Yes, yes. 
After that, it was a blur for Tony. Oh, wow. And he was returned home, where he reportedly slept for an entire day. He says that he felt fine. Well, did he explain he was just appeared home? He, like... Yeah. Okay. He's lackluster on the details. Listen. Does it say, like, they landed back down and, like, let him out, or... Not really. Mm-hmm. No, it's just, like they released him basically mm-hmm. after he, after the story was over. So yeah, so he was released home and he reportedly slept for an entire day. I still understand just like that. He just said he was released home, but they just yeah, there's no detail of like where. Oh, they probably just dumped him off in the field, mm-hmm. probably right back by his tractor. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm sure they didn't like walk him into the house and tuck mm-hmm. him in bed. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I know, night, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. So it was if we had a good time. We'll call you later. <laughs> text you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be freaky. I wonder what alien text messages look like. Mm-hmm. Give me your lunch money, and you want some more Kool Aid? <laughs> Coming back for the rest of your lunch money, guy. <laughs> All right. So he says that he felt fine, but the next night and many nights thereafter, he couldn't sleep and was nervous. He'd nod off, but he would quickly wake, screaming in fear and afraid that he had been recaptured. Oh. Which is legit. I feel like if I were abducted, I I probably would never sleep again. I would yeah. be so scared. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to tell my story later, but right. after what I saw, I slept in my mom's room for like a month. Yeah. Like, and I'm almost, well, not almost an adult. Well, you are. Very close to being an adult and willingly... As a teenager, decided to sleep in a room with my mother, which you un- don't under do. four year old and br- two brothers. Right. So and and mom. So right. that's that's how scary yeah, I was. Scary. My shimbers were timbered. <laughs> my shimbers were. Timbered. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what that means. You don't know what shimber mean timbers is? Oh yeah, yeah. So, that, so yeah. So oh, that's my, funny. My shimbers are timbered. I get it. That's funny. He would wake up very scared and be afraid that. You know, they were going to come get him again. So yeah. he... Um, he didn't he, miss his little alien girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was. It was like an alien date. He was barely eating, but when he was hungry... Did he want, like, to eat, like, raw meat? Or is this one of those things where, like, no. I, I became... <laughs> wait, wait. What's the word, like? Ravenous. Ravenous. And I just wanted to go eat a raw deer. Just no. cut it up and eat it. No. He he wasn't... He Only was, wanted to eat Twinkies. He was... Oh, yeah. I like Twinkies. <laughs> Let's not talk about cake and cookies. Um, I do love cookies. Everyone knows I love cookies. I think I mention cookies in every single podcast. Oh, well, somehow we made cookies get mentioned in uh-huh. an alien story. Well, so, you said, there you go. You said Twinkie. Yeah, I, I thought did. cookies. I, I want to know what weird thing he was craving. Yeah. Well, he wasn't craving anything. Oh. He said he was barely hungry or he was barely eating. But he would get a little hungry and then he'd try to eat something, but he'd immediately throw Dang up. It. I wanted to be like a My Strange Addiction story. Like, no. after I was abducted by the alien, I only ate brick chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that where there's like the lady who eats the sofa? The and- mattress? Yes. Oh my God. Uh, that is so weird. I don't know how that passes through your system. I don't know. We're not going to get into it. We'll talk about that some other time. But he would try to eat and he was just throwing up whatever he ate. Mm-hmm. Along with this, he had an unbearable headache for days. Were, were, were his parents still making him do work I, on the farm? See, this I is these know. are questions people need to ask. If this story is supposed <laughs> to be true, like, he should be able to answer all these questions. Well, I mean, maybe he did, but these are just like, Mr. Lockwood likes to call this moving the plot along. Yes, sorry. <laughs> we, no, it's okay. I get very stressed out. 
So eventually, Tony was uh, examined by a doctor, which I'm sure you're happy about. Yes. Fine. Did he tell them what happened or was he just kind of like, did he say like, I got kidnapped by people so it was less weird (laughs) i don't i think he did tell them so the doctor examined him uh looked at the injuries on his legs and his chin i don't um, because there were spots on his chin what were what were the leg injuries i don't think just from fighting oh okay or whatever Mm -hmm. you know um (laughs) so the doctor did look at the injuries on his legs and his chin where they had taken the blood on either side because apparently there was like a red spot Mm -hmm. on each side and the doctor concluded that he did not show any signs of mental illness and that the symptoms he was exhibiting could only be from radiation exposure and is this report is there really a a report from the doctor on this or is this just what you read this well no i didn't see a doctor's report but this is apparently what the doctor said Mm -hmm. yes tony also described writing that he had seen um, inside of the spaceship and the writing was above like the doorways and that he thought that they looked like signs almost um, in the ship and I have a drawing of what Tony Good, said this writing four-headed like. alien lady out of here <laughs> tired of looking at her it looks like a wallpaper like a pattern you'd have on your wallpaper I mean sort of I think it just looks like symbols so yeah I will post this up too and on Facebook this picture of the alien writing but it's just weird little yeah squiggles I, and circles. I'm not certain I can't imagine this is exactly the symbols he saw because I don't know how you'd ever remember that mm-hmm. um but it's yeah it just looks like check marks and dots que- backwards and, um question marks yeah. and lines and yeah squiggles i i don't know if anybody would ever be able to look at this and think that they could figure out that there was a I pattern that's so or... interesting that there's people that can decipher ancient languages yeah and stuff out of like how you i know i agree yeah now the picture ones you can kind of get an idea yeah the ones where they're drawing like a person yeah you know throwing an arrow at a buffalo but the sure. ones where it's purely just like symbols yeah yeah no me neither yeah i ain't that smart <laughs> that sounds like a Mr. Lockwood situation. <laughs> Here's a little info on the rest of Tony's life because this was he was very young when this happened. So Tony actually ended up becoming a lawyer. Oh. Because uh, he's good at making up stories. Yes. <laughs> he got married and he had four children. He never once wavered in his account of the abduction for the rest of his life. Did his story ever change nope. at all? No, it didn't change, and he always said that this definitely happened to him. He did pass away then on January 17th, 1991. All right, so questions. You ready? Mm -hmm. Are we sure that they didn't just work for the government and that they were described looking like humans with suits on? I think that is definitely a possibility because, I mean, I'm sure we have aircraft that is very advanced. We normal people like us don't know about you know what i mean sure because those pictures and the way he was describing those were two even in the 50s yeah i'm gonna say even in the 50s okay because you know how there's that thing where the government technically has to release files after a certain amount of time yeah weird stuff has been released as happened and i i think even in the 50s we could have had technology like that we just don't even know about or maybe maybe we were in contact with aliens by then Mm -hmm. like current time oh roswell and, happened in the 50s yeah. so so maybe we got technology from them and the only thing is that makes me think that it could not be the government is why would the government come after this random man Dude. unless there's something we don't know right like why 
you know some random farmers yeah that's my opinion on that maybe he was a fine genetic specimen i don't know maybe it's weird yeah so actually a couple of these other questions you already asked about which is is good because you were listening so my next question is how is tony capable of remembering so many fine details that's what i was saying earlier is how he can remember details and so much but then it's kind of vague on like on other things like yeah. oh I, I just ended up back at my house and I kind of just slept for a day and you know but, oh but then there these are what these weird symbols look like I saw in the spaceship and there right. was a square light bulb and the aliens were sitting in swivel chairs and there was a gray soft mesh over the couch <laughs> right. that's what I find very suspicious is the lack of detail in some ways and then the like how do you remember that in other ways I agree I again we already touched on this but I would just I would be too scared to be paying that much attention to which is probably bad if if you're trying to escape you should probably be paying attention and even if I was paying attention I think I would be so traumatized by that I wouldn't remember Uh because I would just be like I don't want to remember I want to forget I don't you know I agree. I would, the too. most I'd probably remember is the space, like the outside of the spaceship, maybe what the aliens look like, what happened to me. That's about it. I wouldn't, I, if they were like, you know, were, what were they wearing? I don't yeah. know. You know, well, were the, they eating? I don't know. The funny thing is, is that, um, like I said before, I mean, they didn't even knock him out. Or he yeah. wasn't in a blurry state. He was like fully awake the whole time, mm-hmm. you know? But well, then he was in a blurry state in that room with the weird tubes and the gray substance and yeah. I don't know. Well, they did, yeah, they did kind of gas him. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So maybe at that point, that's mm-hmm. why it was a blur, you know? Um. So my next question is how, and you touched on this too, how did no one else on the farm see anything or come to his- Because him and his brother lived with their parents, right? Right. Or, or how did no one even come to his aid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's being beaten how did up no in one, the field. Yeah, how did no one- it, So was it just- did it, in this home, it was him, his brother, and his parents. No other people, no aunts, no uncles, no cousins, no grandparents. It did not elaborate on that. So See, as far as I know, it's his parents, and mm-hmm. then he has a brother that he shares a room with. And I think that the only reason the brother was mentioned was because the brother kind of saw some of this stuff, too, yeah. because he and his brother were Has the working. brother ever backed up the story? No idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. That's how these stories go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Especially when they're that old, it's like there's so many yeah. details been lost that people aren't alive anymore right right um yeah i i don't i find that strange too that one of these nights the parents didn't see the brother didn't come out with them this time you know like it's just it's just stuff that just it yeah. just doesn't make one sense one in the morning yeah one in the morning i mean <laughs> i don't know yeah you know all right well that is a good segue into my last question uh and you can just answer yes or no or give me a short reason why do you believe tony's story yes and no i think something happened to him but i think he may have added details whether that be like so much going on he didn't know what happened whether that be him lying you know what i mean yeah um also it's hard because this was so long ago so there's no like brother being able to back up the claims you know what i mean so let me ask you a quick question that kind of goes with this one you're gonna tell us a story in a minute Mm mm-hmm and this is a story about you seeing something. Yes. Even having had that experience, you don't believe Tony's story. My story's also less dramatic. I'm not That's I didn't true. get picked up and drugged by aliens. <laughs> so that is true. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, here's what I think. I think Tony saw weird stuff when he was out working. Mm-hmm. I think the first half of the story is true. Okay. I think he could have 
told I can totally see you know being out in the middle of nowhere working in the middle of the night and seeing strange things you don't know how to sure. explain seeing strange lights strange objects hearing weird things seeing weird lights and they're and they're not necessarily being an explanation for it but I think maybe his story wasn't maybe grand enough to tell people or it he didn't think it so he had, had to- the excitement because if you tell someone oh yeah I saw something weird when I was outside that's like oh okay yeah. but so I think possibly he added the up, alien girlfriend up, I think yes <laughs> I also think it, it totally the shape could have been stalking him the way those aliens supposedly looked were way too human like not very advanced he explained yeah. the shape looking like a tire, but then when he drew it, that was there's no resemblance to a tire at no. all. There's literally a dome on it. It's a so turtle. It's a it's a turtle. It's a turtle. <laughs> it's so a turtle for sure. I this is what I believe. I believe that Tony's story is true up until the supposed point of him seeing of him seeing the aliens coming out and dragging him away. So I think he was out working, he saw something weird, didn't know how to explain it. His brother was with him, wanted the story to be more than what it really was right. and hey, he's you know he's a bored kid working on a farm yeah and it's late yeah you know why not make up more to the story yeah. to seem more interesting yeah or to get attention that's what i believe i oh, think that's good no. some of it's true i think some of it is not true awesome i like it i i'm with you mm-hmm. i i 100 percent agree i would reiterate what i think but i think you said it good enough like, yeah i think that is exactly what i think happened he may have seen something in the sky but mm-hmm. i don't think he got beat up for lunch money no or had an alien girlfriend no or so. got blood taken out of his chin chin yeah or it's a really bad place to take blood from yes <laughs> yeah all right so what the hell happened <laughs> not aliens mm. ufos i think but ufos not but not aliens okay i i agree. unidentifying flying objects no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Kool-Aid and beating you up for lunch money. Okay, good. Perfect. I agree. I think mm-hmm. that's what the hell yes. happened too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Maeve. Well, we are going to now move on and I'm going to let you tell your really weird, interesting story that you had. Just a disclaimer to my story. I, this is not a Tony story. I was not kidnapped and beat up and drug away by aliens that we know of um this are you the real Maeve that's the question yes (laughs) no okay (laughs) sorry go ahead (laughs) um so this would have been over the period of time when everyone was in lockdown for COVID my parents are split um my mom lives kind of in the middle of no man's land my dad lives in the city when COVID first happened I think everyone kind of was very scared and didn't know what it was so my parents decided it'd be safer for me to go out and stay with my mom I mean, I think everyone saw how people reacted when, you know, COVID first became like a big thing, like taking all the toilet paper, sure. you know, um, bas- hunkering down like the apocalypse was going to happen. They basically sent you to hide in the place yes. where there was less yes. people. They sent me yeah. to hide that if everything went bad, we could grow our own food. You know, my stepdad um, can hunt, you know, yeah. he, he hunts deer. We, I'd be fine. If something really went wrong, I'd be fine out there. We would. We'd be able to. We'd be able to make it. So I'm not exactly sure what month this was, but it was in 2020. I want to say it was still a little chilly out. I'm gonna say it, it had was, to have been spring because if you saw yeah. us in June, you told us that yes. story. So this was. I want to say in April, maybe, yeah. maybe May, April, May, because it wasn't March because it was still it, the winters hit really hard down there, and there's still a lot of snow in March. So I there was no snow on the ground. So I'm gonna say this was in April. 
I was upstairs at my mom's watching TV and my mom and stepdad and brother who he's too young to have known what happened he was three at the time yeah he was three at the time um I was upstairs watching tv in our loft and my mom came inside and was like Mavis you gotta come outside like you're gonna you gotta come out now like you're gonna miss it and I figured like a raccoon's was digging through the trash can or there was a bunch of deer out in the yard because you know anytime my mom or stepdad would say that comes in and was like is that our pet cat or is that a raccoon I can't tell you know so um I mean I went outside but it wasn't with haste I wasn't like oh my god I gotta get outside because it I just figured it was something stupid you know like that <laughs> and then my mom and stepdad like walked me over our yard's like about an acre on the left side of our house if you're facing your house the, the yards are pretty much the same. It's split in half. The house is right in the middle of the acre. On either side of the house is where the yard is. And then the front and the back, there's really no yard at all, if that makes sense. But there is like a tree line. So I they were like, look up behind the house and over the tree line. And I looked up and there was like this weird, it, it was a UF, it was an unidentified flying object. It was kind of like, it was like the average, when you think of like a UFO and a drawing, that's what it looked like. It was it was like a dome there was like a dome shape and then there was like like a like, like a, a tea saucer that yeah you like would a tea, put a cup that's on. the word yeah a tea yeah. saucer or like a like a sunny side up egg that's like the, the shape of it so there was yes. like the, the dome and I can't think of the little just like platform that's sitting on top of the dome yeah it's you know just I mean? like a saucer with yeah a just like a saucer it. just like a normal UFO saucer the lights were on the side of it the lights were like there was probably six or seven of them spaced out and it was weird though because two of the lights on the side looked closer together than the other ones at first I thought all the lights were shutting off like one at a time they were all shutting off one at a time and then popping back on but when I was watching longer what was actually happening is they were spinning around one side and coming back around just a couple of questions before you like move on how close do you think it was to you see I'm really bad at determining was it like right above the tree line no or was no, it no no this was, this was, no it was not like in our yard it was okay. further it, it was like close enough that you could see what was happening but it was not in our property this okay. is not on our property but it was close enough for yes. you to make out a shape yes i okay. want to say it was probably a mile away okay probably a mile away right and if it was something really big it would still look yeah you'd still be able to make yeah. out a shape so yeah no it wasn't like close enough that you could hear anything you could just see that the lights were spinning around and come popping back up on the other side and also, up until this time, me and my mom assumed kind of we would have seen something. We've, we've had this house my whole life, pretty much. We bought it when I was six. So... Well, you're 16, so 10 years. So, yeah, like 10, 10 years. Um, and we had not seen anything yet, and I was kind of disappointed because I figured, like, oh, being out in the middle of nowhere, I'll see something eventually. And obviously, it paid off. So, yeah. So, me and my mom stayed out there for, like, another two hours and watched this thing, and it, it didn't move at all. So, it that was, was my next question. It what? was there for two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we stayed out there for about two hours and it just, and the lights just kept spinning around and coming back around, coming back. Like we, that's all. And we were talking and just talking about different things while we were waiting. And all of a sudden the lights shut off and you could still, you, you could still see there was an outline of a shape of the saucer there. You yeah. just couldn't see it once the lights, like you could still see that there was something there and we saw it zoom off. And then me and my mom waited there for like another half hour. And I don't know how, how else to like explain it, but like, all these little tiny little lights a half hour later like just popped up and started zooming around and like oh not like saucer like it looked like little like little white specks yeah just like zooming around in that area one one more quick question 
I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to get like the full idea of this. What time of day was this? Night. It was dark. It was night. Yes. Sorry. I was okay. going to say That's okay. When my mom came in to get me, I want to say it was probably around 930. We stayed up there two hours and wow. we probably didn't get inside until 1 in the morning, 1231 in the morning. That's wild. Because um, we were just sitting and just right. waiting. So the saucer shape flew off. Yeah. After a long while. A, w- a long while. And then, yeah. you know, when you're looking at the sun and then you like look away and all those like little like lies, you, know, you don't know those like, like little little light artifacts. Yeah, in yes. Your eyes. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of like what looked like was zoom because they were very tiny, but there were just a bunch of them like zooming around. That's weird. And they but they were very, 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 very tiny. Like in the, in the sky, they look very tiny. And then those disappeared. And then um, me and my mom waited there for another half hour and a helicopter came. Huh. And was like looking around in that area. No, not like a spotlight or anything. Just a helicopter came around, looked around the area, and was probably there less than fifteen minutes or less, and then just left. You know what strikes me as odd when you're telling me that because I don't know if I remembered when you first told me the story about the helicopter, is that if it didn't have searchlights on, then it wasn't looking for a person. Mm-mm. You know, because they'll send helicopters yeah. out to look for people in the woods if they go missing or whatever they run you know mm-hmm. like they've committed a crime and they're trying to find them but the fact that this was just kind of zooming around maybe not looking for something on the ground yeah is kind of weird yeah you know it was just one helicopter um and it was there not long at all maybe like i said maybe 15 minutes yeah less than that and then it just left and then me and my mom waited there and nothing else happened let me ask you this. I've been to that house and yeah. I've been to that area and it is very small. There's like a general store kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. But there's not a whole lot else. Like you yeah. have to drive to the next biggest city up, biggest town up to get like groceries and yeah. stuff like that. So um, my question is, is did your, did your mom ever like ask anybody in any of those little shops or any place if anybody had seen anything did she ask the problem with people around that area is everyone thinks they saw something but (laughs) their stories like i was down out there in the wood and i saw that big feller out there in the wood and he tried to take me away so that's why we don't you know um and we also don't really my, my mom likes living in the middle of nowhere but to be away from people, not to talk to people. Sure. So we don't really talk. We have like one or two neighbors we talk to. Right. Or one but neighbor she we didn't even bother asking. Um, I was just curious because I feel like a, I would want to know if somebody I else. I know, saw but it. that's just such a sensitive subject because it's something where like you have to know the person well to tell them that. Sure. Because you're just gonna come off as crazy. Right. You know. So when that first happened, my mom was like, "Just don't tell anyone for now." Because right. I don't want people to think we're crazy. And I, I've asked her since then, like, how many people she's told. And she's, like, and she's told me the few people she's told. And she's, like, but I don't really talk about it with people because people are just going to think I'm crazy. And that right. I'm the same way. I don't, like, I've told a handful of people who I know also believe in stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I mentioned earlier that I was scared. You may be wondering why I did not understand what I just saw. I, like, knew what I saw, but, like, it's it just kind of proven the suspicions I've had over my whole life. And it's, like, I just saw it, like, manifest in front of me. And I just didn't know. I was shocked. And I was, like, excited. But I was also, like, scared. Like, I was shocked that I actually saw something I had experienced for myself of my own. That it's not something, finally, like, it wasn't a story I read or a story I heard from someone else. Right. I was happy because I knew I wasn't, I'm not crazy now. I have proof in the stuff I believe. And I was scared because I don't know what just happened. Like, I don't know how to, I can't tell people because people are going to think I'm crazy. I was scared because 
What if it comes back? You know, obviously, it probably wasn't, but you know, what if it comes in my yard? You know, that's like the type of thing you have no control over and you have in those situations, like you don't know what it is and you don't know what it's going to do and you you just don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. I would, I would call it feeling helpless. Yeah, no, yeah, feeling helpless, feeling like there is stuff out there that you have no control over and it could just come to your house and it could just, like yeah it could really abduct you and there's nothing you can do about it right it's the it's it's a fear factor of having knowing you have no control in that kind of situation it is it's It's, scary it's not like scary feeling it's not like someone breaking and entering into your house and you're like okay well i can try and fight for my life it's like if that takes you you don't even know what you're up against you don't even know what that is and i didn't really think it was going to come to my house and abduct me it was just that unknown of not knowing like what is it you know what is it you had said that it it scared you so much that you ended up staying in your mom's room yeah. for a little while. Yeah, I would I would not sleep in my room. I would and especially and the reason why too is because my room's on the top floor and I didn't have blinds so it didn't really and plus my windows aren't facing the road. Like I said this hap this has been like the back part of our yard. My window is facing right where it was and I was like I was just scared. Like I didn't even want to like look in that area. So I was I slept in my mom's room with her because I was just like, uh uh-uh. uh, like, you know, no, oh. like I'm scared. I don't blame you. So yeah, that's that's my UFO experience. I I'm not like Tony. I didn't get dragged away and beaten up by a bunch of aliens, but I definitely saw something strange. Yeah. I definitely saw something strange. Well, so. that is very interesting. I don't think I have any more questions about it. I think you pretty much answered and described mm-hmm. it all pretty well. Right. Well, yeah. if you're going to make up aliens, promise me they won't be saggy. They won't be saggy. Okay, good. Yes. Yes. I for sure don't think that that it's anything to be ashamed about sharing. I, I know that mm-hmm. it is hard to share that with people because even people who believe that there is other life don't necessarily believe that that's how it's going to get here, you know? So even people who believe that, you know, there are other beings are not necessarily going to believe that you saw a flying ship. Yeah, especially with my age, you know, like, oh, it's a young teenage girl who's just lying about what she saw. Right. But I I don't really care if people believe me or not. I know what I saw. And I, I, just the main thing I remember is that feeling of like, I'm just so scared. Like, I was so, like, and I, you know me, I love scary movies. I like watching stuff that scares you. (laughs) Like, I, and, but it's just that fact of it being real. Like, it was real, and I saw it, and my mom didn't have the answers for me, and the internet didn't have the answers for me, and I just kind of had to make assumptions on my own. You know what I mean? Well, and I even feel like looking stuff like that up, it's possible that you could be more scared when you're done yeah. with that, you know? It's kind of like when you look up like, oh, um, I, my back aches and... Mm, They're like, you've got cancer. And you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's why. Yeah. So, yeah. The it, internet isn't always the best yeah, way it was to just figure scared, it out. I, anytime something happens, like, I, you know me, I ask questions. I want to know this. I want to know that. And that, like, <laughs> not knowing who to ask because I'm going to get judged and not knowing if what I read on the internet is going to be true or not. And yeah, not knowing if what I read on the internet is going to make it worse. And, right. you know, so it's just that that factor of not being able to have the answers and not really be able to do anything about it, you know, and maybe never getting the answers and never knowing. And, you know, so yeah. Appropriate word, I think, is helpless. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it also gave me the perspective of like how much out there there is that you don't know about. You know, yeah. like, there's just so much. Yeah. There's so much you don't know about and there's so much to learn about. And another good question I think you'd ask me is if I would like it to happen again. I don't know. You know, like. <laughs> well, you just asked yourself. I don't know. You know, I, I was pretty freaked out. Like, 
I think if it was like the same situation, it was the same distance it was, it didn't come back again, like not in my yard. Sure, it was cool to look at. And I did try to film it. But I, it that, was, you know what? That I, was yes, the question I had. I did for try you. to film it, but I had an iPhone 7 at the time. And you know, the cameras on the iPhones are terrible. It was pitch. And you know, with there being no city out there, it's pitch black, black outside, yeah. you know? So, um,. The, I mean, there's orange street lights around and stuff, but yeah, just it it it, it was a scary experience, just the yeah. unknown. Well, let me ask you this: Do you mm. feel a little bit better having gotten it all out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I I hope so, but I am definitely glad you can sleep at night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're I'm welcome. sure our listeners will love hearing that story. And if anyone out there has any uh, stories that they would like to share. And if you've seen anything interesting, whether it be UFOs or paranormal, paranormal, if you had something um, weird happen in your house, ghost related, saggy aliens, you've seen saggy aliens, seductive aliens or seductive ones, please let us know. (laughs) And anything cryptid uh, or even if you have some interesting, just any kind of weird story of something that happened to you. Feel free to email us at wthh.podcast at gmail.com, and we would be happy to read your story at the end of one of our shows. And I think with that, we're done. You want to say goodbye? Um, thank you for listening to my story. I hope you enjoy our story and you come up with your own conclusions of what you think happened to Tony and his alien girlfriend. Yes, and thank you for being on. You're welcome. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.